Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Welcome to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's families and adults striving for the best in senior living. I'm Bill Corbett, manager at Evergreen Crossings Independent Senior Living and author of the book, The 2.0 Entrepreneur. And I'm Jennifer English, the marketing director at Avery Heights Senior Living. We're sitting down with industry area subject matter experts to find out what they've learned along the way and get them to share it with us to help families in the Connecticut area. Here's a couple of quotes I have here. Let me help you with that. Mm. Be careful. You just sit down and rest. I'll take care of that. So how often have we made statements like these to seniors with only the best of intentions? Of course, Uh, we want to do everything possible to help our seniors, our loved ones to ensure their safety and to look after them in the same way they took care of us when we were young. Yet there is a danger in trying to do too much for seniors and depriving them of the opportunity to do as much as they can independently for themselves. The threat of negatively impacting senior self-esteem and sense of purpose and meaning in life. With us on the show today, we are talking with Joshua Green. He's the director of rehabilitation at Whitney Rehab. He's been in the healthcare industry for over 20 years. He's also the adjunct. He's on the adjunct faculty at Quinnipiac University with a doctorate in occupational therapy. Josh lives right here near us in Hamden, Connecticut with his wife, two children, and a new puppy. Oh, get those puppy pads out, right, Josh? (laughs) Yeah, he's over that stage. (laughs) Oh, he is. Okay. And now he's chewing furniture? Just keep him off the counter. Okay. (laughs) Good luck with that. The topic for this uh, segment of the show is how to extend your independence at home. So really, everyone that we see on our inpatient rehab um, side at Whitney Rehab in Hamden, the next step for them is to get back home. And everybody wants to stay home. Um, they do. They, they definitely do. do. What can we do differently at home to keep them there for as long as they want to be there? And when you say, what can we do, who, who are you speaking for? Who is the So way? I guess what information can we provide for them, but ultimately does um, rest on the person themselves to make those changes or their children or family members? And then if they were going to make a major change, obviously, to bring in a contractor to do that for them as well. And that's where I think it's so important with what you said in the beginning about the fact that you can't treat your loved one who is a senior like a child. They have to know that they're valued, they're heard, and that's how they can actually, they'll want to do the work versus saying, you have to do this. Well, then I'm not going to. Now, it's an interesting thing. I manage an independent living community. I constantly have to remind not only the residents, but staff, for example, in the dining room, they take a tray, they go to their table, and we have little tables set up all over the dining room where the trays can get stacked. And they'll hand it to a, to a server. And I have to remind the server, mm, let them do things on their own. Because even getting up from their chair and bringing the tray. Now, some people look at it, well, customer service. What well, that's, isn't it customer service taking their tray? Yes, but it's you gotta a balance. You've got to find the balance. Yes, exactly. you have to find the balance. Right, because you don't want to take somebody's independence away from them. And then treating them with them knowing that these are suggestions that they can make really makes them feel that pride of themselves and have that autonomy. Well, it's empowering them to be independent. It's empowering them to know that they can still do these things, and they should, because 
that's why socialization in the dining room is a great part too. So they can socialize, they get up, they get some out of their room, out of their home, back there. We had problems at another community getting residents to show up at events, you know, activities. Now, that's the difference, I guess, in assisted living, they don't have much of a choice. No, they still have a choice in assisted living. Yes, they do. Well, independent living, they have a choice. And we put on an event and we'd have three people. We have 150 people in the building and we got three showing up for a particular activity. I had had it and I walked around and I talked to various residents. Why didn't you show up? You know, they can't walk. They need rehab. (laughs) (laughs) They're tired. They got to build it up. uh, Kind to them. And I said, tell us why you didn't come to the activity we had. And then one woman had a perfect answer for me. She said, listen to me, mister. She said, for 60 years, I've been getting up every morning, getting dressed and going to work. It's now I'm enjoying the ability to watch the Hallmark channel in my underpants. Good for her. And and you know, you have to think about that. Go, she's right in a way, but yet there's the balance. It's time for them to take care. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. (laughs) And then on Tuesdays, you can come and hang out with me. Right. <laughs> Any other tips that you have for helping them extend that stay? First of all, setting themselves with a schedule, adjusting to retired life, and still maintaining socialization. Now, the nice thing for, obviously, your folks is they are living in a community. Um, the folks that we're taking care of, many of them do live in communities, but most of them still live in their own homes. So we want them to interact with their environment the best way possible. So then if they want to be able to get out into the community and attend a theater or a program, they can do so. But what do they need at home to be able to do that? Right. And keep in mind that most of the people listening to the show are still living at home. Uh, very few are in communities listening to the show. And those are your, uh, that's your target audience. So what else would you suggest? First, I want to start off with, you know, very simple thing. People look at, you know, environment like where you folks are independent or assisted living. You know, what services are there that you could bring to your own home? So do you have somebody maybe that perhaps can help you with cleaning cleaning your home, bring in a housekeeper, or who's doing your lawn and your snow removal? You know, do you have a handyman that can come in and do maintenance around the house for you? Just to simplify those things, if you have the resources And for they that. don't want to ask you adult children. They really, really right. don't. The oh last thing they gosh. want to do is burden you. So think about this right. and maybe say, hey, I have Frank. I love the name Frank. He can come over and help you with maintenance. Every time we have to come up with a name for my kid's stuffed animal, it's Frank. It's Frank. Yeah, it's a good one. And then even more so, you know, what kind of transportation? I mean, fortunately, there's so many things now. Uber, you know what I mean? So if you need to ride to a doctor's appointment, you could, you know, you can take a taxi or Uber there where people are. Go, go grandparents is actually the best for seniors where Uber, you have to use a, you know, a cell phone. They don't have that. Go, go grandparents is phenomenal. Um, Same with pharmacy. The pharmacies are all delivering now. You can have things delivered to your home. They can do pre-filled vacations. So, you know, for the kids that are out there listening, what can they do to make life easier for mom and dad? You know, bubble use packs. Bubble packs to the house. So you're not spending your Sunday afternoon filling mom's pillbox for the whole afternoon. And then, and then you then, know what they take because it's a bubble pack and they pop it out. So then you right. can actually monitor better if they're actually taking their meds correctly. Correct. And the whole thing about staying home at the end of the day is making sure that their medication is being managed properly. Because then they can stay healthy. So let me ask you... I think we should talk about the environment modifications because to me, I think that's the biggest one to talk about because when you lose mobility and you have to go back home, sometimes we have to make changes to accommodate your loved one's new abilities. Right. So, and our advice starting out is not to remodel your entire home is what simple 
solutions can be made. So in the bedroom, first of all, you want to make sure your house is free of clutter as best as possible, of course. Get rid of the coffee table. Get rid of the coffee table. <laughs> um, oftentimes, I'll tell a family member, you know, before mom or dad comes home from our rehab center, take a walker home with you and walk around mom's house or dad's house and make sure that the walker fits everywhere because they ain't going to need a walker temporarily. And they're probably going to forget what you moved, most likely, so... Try to move it beforehand. Obviously, we always tell everybody to remove any area rugs so they're not yes. tripping on them. The great thing that you can add very simply is a bed transfer bar. It's a small bar that slips underneath the mattress, and it makes it that much easier. You to can get, get it from Amazon. Part. Everything that I can recommend nowadays, you can buy from Amazon. The next most important room, of course, is the bathroom. You have a seat to shower on. You know, you can buy a shower bench or a shower chair. One of the things I like to recommend that people do is towel bars in the bathroom. Replace those towel bars with with safety bars. And they sell decorative ones because that way when somebody loses their balance in the bathroom and they go to grab that towel bar, it's not going to go anywhere. And even if they don't need it today, they'll have it for tomorrow. Six months from now, a year from now, or hopefully never, mom or dad's having a bad day, lose their balance, they have a secure place to hold on to. And I think raised Mm -hmm. toilet seats are a big one too because most houses that they're in have the low toilets. So get that raised toilet seat. It makes a heck of a difference. Oh, raised, raised, not Ray. No, raised. Ray yeah. needs his toilet raised. seat. Yeah. Don't know, take college. his toilet seat. Yeah. No, I'm not going to take Ray's. <laughs> All right, Josh, tell us a little bit more about Whitney Rehab. So Whitney Rehab, we're a 150-bed facility in Hamden, Connecticut, and we focus on short-term rehabilitation with people coming from the hospital with us for a couple of weeks before they're able to return to home. One of the amenities that we offer is we have a concierge. She makes sure that your stay goes well from the time you get to Whitney Rehab till the time you go home. So she's meeting with you to make sure your transition from the hospital went well, make sure our services are there, our rehab team is going to be working with you from the time you get there, whether that same evening or the next morning after you arrive from the hospital, begin your rehab process, and we have occupational therapy, physical therapy, and speech therapy available, plus our nurses are there obviously around the clock providing your medication and direct care. And then finally, our social worker is working with you for discharge planning to get you home, setting up your home care services, again, making sure that transition to home just as smooth as the transition was to enter our facility. And how can they get in touch with you for more information? So you can visit our website at WhitneyRehab.com, or you can call us directly at 203-288-6230. Excellent, excellent. Jennifer, you are at... I am at Avery Heights, and you can reach me directly at 860-372-2583. Give me a call. What's special about your place? Everything special? Everything. Everything. <laughs> you can age gracefully. Yeah. We have the continuum of care. You never have to make a move. It's can they get? Can they go down to eat somewhere and get their meals delivered? Yes. They can? Oh, yes. Okay. Well, I'm Bill Corbett. I'm the manager of Evergreen Crossing, independent living community. Uh, Josh, thank you so much for coming out and being with us today. I think we had a great show. Yeah, yeah thank great you for information. Thank you. Very good. You've been listening to Senior Living Connecticut. Listen to us next Saturday. 